Hey, what's going on, bro? Tagging it's your boy Jared, the TRX for Washington. We got another shorter episode. I said short yesterday, and it ended up being like our average episode. But I, uh, you know, we're changing the format at least for the day. Uh, we do the same thing we did yesterday. Just kind of go straight through. No breaks, no musical breaks, no interludes or anything like that. Just straight right on through. So uh, yeah, if you like this episode, if you like the way this format is, yeah, feel free to leave me some feedback. You know, let me know. I always am uh, down to experiment and try new things and. You know, if, if, if you like it, feel free to let me know so I can do more of it. If you don't, let me know so I won't do it as much. <laughs> now, actually, a uh, reason why I kind of want to keep these uh, episodes short, well, partially because I'm really busy, but the reason why I'm really busy is because I'm uh, well, doing a lot of things. But uh, also, I'm editing the podcast uh, episode that we had uh, the other day. I had spoken with, the, uh, with our psychologist, Dr. Zuckerman, and we uh, had a nice, uh, nice little interview. Uh, although you know the interview is a little longer, and I want to make sure that we get all the pertinent information, get all the audio nice and crisp and clean, because you know we're still not super high tech here. But I do want to make sure that you're hearing the information, because uh, it's good stuff. To be honest with you, it's really good stuff, especially around this time uh, where, where everybody's kind of freaking out from the pandemic and don't know what to do. You know, she has some really good uh, solutions, and she we had a really good conversation overall. So. Uh, we'll be listening to that, uh, fingers crossed, tomorrow. Uh, I'm pretty much done editing, so we'll see how it goes down. But uh, today I wanted to talk briefly about I wanted to talk about your back. I wanted to talk about back strength because uh, I've been noticing that my clients, especially the ones that are you know like that that are lawyers or accountants, people that just have to sit in front of a computer for a long period of time, I've noticed they've been having some serious issues with like shoulder and lower back issues. So. Uh, uh, they have some serious issues with their shoulders and lower back. So today, today we're going to talk about just a few things that you can do to prevent that, and you know, obviously talk about why that is happening. You know, so when you're sitting at a desk, obviously, you know, your body has to maintain a posture, right? Like your body, even though it's like you're sitting, your body is still tense because your body has to maintain that posture your body is muscles and bones and ligaments and tendons and all those ligaments and tendons have to like set up almost like a a sail like a sail on a sailboat and if you don't have the tension proper well then you know things are kind of gonna get a little off right so for certain certain people i see they have the shoulders rolled forward thing right and that's not a good thing. You know, I can understand why that happens because if you're sitting at your desk, you're looking down at like information and stuff like that and you're you're reaching and stuff. It kind of turn it, it changes the angle of your elbow. It changes the angle of your shoulders like where your elbows up, where it rotates your shoulders shoulders more. So if you're like doing research and typing stuff in like kind of imp imp inputting data you're going to most likely have more rotated shoulders you know because of the fact that you're going to be having elbows up and it's just like your typical i'm not saying if you have like one of those very desk or senate it's a whole different story but like your typical person that's sitting at a desk on a consistent basis for longer than one to two hours a day you're going to develop that posture because you know your elbows up you're rotating your shoulder 
So the, the way you prevent that, you know, if you're input, if you're input or your data input specialist or whatever you want to call that is, well, first you get up and walk around, you know, you don't want to be sitting in the same position. I, I just was, I bought a chair not too long ago. It's really nice chair and this really nice chair. That's super comfortable. Even in this thing that has like, you know, flexion and stuff like, you know, it has some, it has some give to it, but at the same time, it's like tense. It's like a hammock, but like more tensile strength than a hammock. I don't know how to explain it, but other, other than the fact that it's really comfortable and I paid some decent money for it. But even that chair says that you shouldn't be sitting in that chair. Like they have these limits. I never noticed that on chairs, but uh, they have these limits. And it said like five hours. And I was like, whoa, five hours. You know, like most people definitely sit in their chairs for longer than that. And I'm sure that five hours means like five hours at a time, not like five hours throughout the whole day, right? Maybe it does. But either way, most people uh, that I know sit for definitely more than that. So you want to get up and walk around, get up and move your body, you know, like just kind of change the sails, right? Like I just, uh, I just talked about that earlier. It's like, you know, your, your body is like a sailboat in a way that you have the mass, they get set up to have you go in a certain direction or stay. So if you can kind of move those masts around, you know, they won't get stuck in that groove of, uh, you know, shoulders rounded and chin down into your chest. Uh, so, you know, we talked about why that happens. We talked about what you can do to prevent that. Another thing you could do to prevent that is uh, an actual exercise. Uh, it's called the reverse table. And uh, essentially what that is, you take a seat on the floor, put your feet on the floor in front of you. Put your hands on the floor behind you so you have three points of contact, your palms, your bottom, and the bottom of your shoes or bottom of your feet. And you press your hips up towards the sky. Now, it's not going to be comfortable, I, I guarantee you. If you have any issues with shoulders, you probably, well, you probably should, you probably should just consider uh, maybe try it for a couple seconds, see if it, it works. Because sometimes if your shoulders are too rolled forward, uh, that particular that particular movement is not good for your shoulder. Yeah, it might cause further impingement on your shoulder. So, uh, you know, if you have a little bit of issues, you try it out. But if you really have some severe rotation, uh, I wouldn't do that exercise. I would do something more. So, uh, that would be like maybe just raising your arms over your head and trying to reach behind you as far as you can. That's a good one. So. Advanced reverse table is what I call them. Actually, it's called reverse table in yoga, but reverse table. I do reps because sometimes it feels a little better to kind of like dig in, dig your palms in and kind of just rep it out a little bit rather than sitting there static and trying to hold yourself up. Either way is acceptable. But the other one, you know, like I said, you could reach your arm up and reach it up over your head and reach back behind you. That's good for working your shoulder mobility as well. Uh, you can do one arm or two arms at a time. I would suggest doing one arm at a time because one arm at a time. You can be more aware of what's going on and you can notice the discrepancies between each side. Uh, uh, for the lower back, because that's another thing uh, that people I've noticed that are sitting more, uh, they have that issue. They have lower back issues. They have like uh, hip issues and stuff like that. And it's uh, 
I want to say it's a simple fix, but it's not really because there's a lot of things you can do. <laughs> there's a lot of things you can do. Uh, a lot of things can cause those lower back issues. You know, like I noticed for one, uh, for one, uh, a few of my clients, you stretch out their obliques and they're like new people. So like something where you just reach your arm up over your head, reach over to the other side, you know, like reach your right arm towards your left shoulder up over your head or reach your right arm as far as you can towards your, your left side up over your head. That'll be a good oblique stretch. You know, you can do that from a standing position, do it from a sitting position. It's probably even better from a sitting position because you can reach a little bit further. Uh, so yeah, obliques are good, you know, stretch those sides out because those are, those are your obliques just in case you <laughs> might have forgotten or you're wondering in general. Uh, you stretch out your obliques. A good one also to stretch is your hip flexors, your labrum, the front side of your thighs because, you know, believe it or not, uh, that's, that's like a, a real hindrance. That's a real one. It's a real uh, effective one uh, because you're sitting in a, if, when you're sitting in a, well, in a chair for long periods of time, I've, well, essentially like your hip flexors have to do something to stabilize you. We just talked about this, the, the, the sailboats and the masses and stuff like that, right? So your hips and your hip flexors and your labrum, they have to, they say shorten up to stabilize you, right? If they're long, they can't really have any tensile strength, so it's hard to hold that upright sitting position. So what you can do is try to stretch out your hip flexors. You take a knee and you just literally, uh, you can actually, this is a double stretch actually. This is one that I kind of figured out the other day with my clients. You take a knee and the knee that it's on the floor, you use that same arm. So say you have your right knee on the floor. You reach your right arm up and over towards your left side. And you will feel a stretch not only in your hip flexor, but in your oblique. That's a really, really good stretch. I tell you that one. Uh, another exercise you can do, you know, we're talking about stretches, exercises, and movements in general that can help you. Uh, another exercise you can do is what's called a Nordic leg extension. That's a tough one. That's a really, really tough one. That's one of those exercises that kind of makes you feel stars. Not because it's like, not because you're exhorting, ex- exhorting, exerting a lot of like, force and like lifting stuff but just because the position is first of all kind of it uh cuts off your your vagus nerve so and that's like the the vagus nerve vagus nerve femoral artery femoral artery which essentially is the the connection between the lower and upper half of your body you put pressure on that so you get a little lightheaded doing that lightheaded doing that and it's like a really hard exercise to do if you are having tightness in your labrum aka hip flexors so aka front of your thighs because it stretches it out a lot. It puts almost all your body weight, or at least three quarters of your body weight, on your hip flexors, and you gotta. It stretches it out, and then it makes you f- use force to pull yourself back up. So yeah, so it's actually a really good uh, movement to do. So hip flexors. Uh, you want to do a Nordic leg extension or take a knee, reach over to the side. The obliques. That's actually the same ex- same stretch. Or you could take a seat. Put your butt on the floor, reach over to the side. Uh, same principle, you get a good oblique stretch. Uh, and uh, those are the main things. You know, I, I would say you don't really want to stretch out your lower back if you're having issues in your lower back. People say that all the time. Oh, I got to stretch out my lower back. The reason why you're having issues in your lower back because you're having like you ten- having tension from the other side. So if you're stretching out your lower back, you're actually just creating more tension in your lower back. So you want to stretch the surrounding area. Maybe stretch your mid back, stretch your glutes. That's a good one. That's one we're going to get into in a couple seconds. Uh, stretch out your hip flexors. 
and, and your obliques. So the glutes, you're sitting on them, right? <laughs> you're sitting on your bottom when you're sitting. So you want to stretch out like your piriformis and your glutes. One way you could do that is actually from a sitting position. While you're sitting in your chair, if you just cross your ankle over your knee, you'll actually be stretching out your piriformis, stretching out your hips. Uh, and that's a good stretch. I would suggest, though, I mean, you could do it that way, but I would suggest so you don't, you know, so you're not uh, putting stress on your hips while you're actually stretching them out. I would say you lay on your back and do that same position. You put your ankle on your knee and, and just pull it in. Or you could just push the, the knee out with the, your hand. Say if you have your right knee on your ankle or your right ankle on your left knee, you just push your right knee out. And that'll give you a good stretch in the piriformis in the hip and uh, the uh, internal and then external rotators. Yeah, it's a good stretch. So yeah, that's what that's what I got. I think those are uh, su- sufficient for people that have been uh, sitting. You know, everybody's like studying and reading more and stuff like that. Sitting, sitting more because of the fact that we're quarantined. So, yeah, if you're having any issues in your lower back, issues in your hips, and issues in your shoulders or your neck, yo, it's probably because you've been sitting too much and you need to stretch your opposing muscle groups. So, uh, yeah, that'll call that. That'll end our day. We'll. Uh, pick back up tomorrow uh, with our interview with Dr. Zuckerman. Hope you had a good day. Hope you had a terrific Tuesday or whenever you're listening to this. I really do hope you're having a good one. I appreciate you listening. I would hope that you would subscribe if you are enjoying what you're listening. And I would also hope that you would tell your friends. (laughs) All right, play up. I'll check you manana or sometime soon. Take care. And as always, keep good company.